This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the UF podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's happening? What's going on? I'm good. Everything's good. I wish I had more to report. I don't. My life is boring. (laughs) Your life is not boring because let's just get it out of the way. December 8th, live UF show. I think... The, listen, your life can't be boring when you have a live show that's happening at Town Hall. Oh. Like, we are doing completely. a 1,200-seat theater. And we have done it before. We are going to sell out again. So you need to go get the tickets now. Assemble the group chat. Betches.co slash uplive21. It's in the description of this episode. Go, go, go. Get those tickets. Let people know. Someone messaged me. I put up a question box and I wanted to bring this up in reference to the live show. They're like, what can I expect from (laughs) the live you up show? I like this. This is a uh, educated consumer. Yes. They they were like, what, what should I expect? And uh, Jordana, how would you answer that question? I kind of wanted to pose this to you. I would answer that question by saying like, you get, the humor and the chemistry of this podcast, but it is a group interactive effort. You get, um, you know, you get games. It's just like a really, really fun show to go with someone who has a certain sensibility, which is like, they like to have fun. They don't take themselves too seriously. They're interested in obviously some dating content, but they're looking to have fun with it. And the community, I mean, like these shows are so much fun. They have so much energy. Um, and we do dating at makeovers. We talk about awkward sex. We do all the segments that we have here, but we do them like in real time with real people getting like a real sense of the crowd. Totally agree with you. I asked Jordan, I think people know I'm I'm somewhat of a huckster. I'm a, I'm a salesy guy. So I think coming from you, that that is more <laughs> important to hear. I we I we also got an email uh, from someone from Texas is flying to New York to see the show, which is like amazing. And I actually like I take a lot of, you know, I have a lot of stress with a live show. Like we got to put on a production. So knowing someone is flying from Texas to New York for the show, I take that pretty seriously. I I think we both do. I think yeah, we care about we the user experience. We want people to come in. This show is meant to be done on stage. This isn't us pulling out the microphones to do an NPR show, you know, ho-hum, oh, let's talk about dating. No, 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 we're singing, dancing, dusting. We're doing the whole thing, and it keeps moving. It's an hour and a half of straight-up fun, and anyone you would discuss your dating life with at the brunch table should be at this show. Assemble the brunch table. Assemble the group chat. Get the girls together. Anyone that uses the word cackle, we want them at the show. My favorite also is like you got a DM from someone who was like, I came to your show in Ohio 
the live mm. the live you up show in Ohio in 2019. I got a dating app makeover and like literally like changed like they met someone that week that they wound up marrying. So the next guy they're getting married. So everyone's getting married. If you come to the show, that's really what we're going to say. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's going to happen. So and the, the fine print it. is that it's not guaranteed, but not guaranteed. <laughs> you you uh, you'll probably get married one day. But I'm just saying yes. it's a meant to be fun and it's a laugh and it's a good time. So and again, this is going to sell out. So I don't want your DMs. Hey, I, I thought, you know, I didn't get the ticket. No, get them now. Betches.co slash uplive21, December 8th, Wednesday night. It's a perfect post drinks, ladies, dudes, boyfriend. But I mean, the boyfriend, I, that's my favorite that comes to the show. The boyfriend who doesn't listen, that got dragged, and then afterwards I get a message, the boyfriend's in. Loves it. Can I also say boyfriend, but also like two months in? Three months in. Bring them. Yeah. Perfect, perfect thing to like get a sense. Cause let me say, like, we play these games. We're playing in real time. We're playing Red Flag or Zerberger. You get to see the person next to you. Like, what are their thoughts? You get to like react, you know, judge them. Yeah. yeah. Bring someone you want to judge. That's really our message here. So get those tickets. Betches.co slash you up live 21. And it, like, I just want to say, I like, it is, I, to the people who come to my stand-up shows, that's a different thing completely. And and I think it's a fun thing, but like this is so different and such a, I, I, I guess it's more of an improv show for us. Right. And this is about the audience, I think, more it's than about it's, the I audience. Mean, yeah. yeah, obviously. You it's have not about me. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, my wedding is going to be like three weeks before. That's about me. Um, that's this right. show is about you. And I'm equally excited for both. Both are going to be Love a it. really fun time. <laughs> so get those tickets and uh you know otherwise i may i am doing shows that are about me uh, stand-up shows um i'm also coming to dallas new brunswick perrysburg ohio buffalo and i'm also i think i'm adding st louis for new year's weekend so Ooh. good old st louis if you're want to spend new year's eve with me you you can get involved Wash with that you. So, that's right Wash you bring them out jaredfree.com jaredfree.com for tickets also um, the you up live show. Most importantly, we want to make sure we sell that out because I I'm confident it will. We are on the way. Those tickets are, are are selling. Yes. Okay. So, anything else? I I I. So I actually wanted to tell you this. I I downloaded Hinge recently. I broke. Okay. I said I wasn't going to do it. Well, you were. You've been on Raya, correct? Raya was my toe in the water, and it actually is a perfect toe in the water for me. Okay. I actually feel more protected there for some reason. Like, not that I'm saying anything well, wrong. Well, there's a to few people. barriers to entry. There's barriers to right. entry. Also, no one talks to each other on Raya. Also, <laughs> like, I would imagine, given the nature of Raya, which is that you have to be like a certain someone to get on, everyone probably has a similar sense of like, let's not like share this. Like what happens here stays here kind of thing, I would assume, because you get totally. like some semi famous people on or Ben Affleck's on there. <laughs> ben, yeah, Ben and I are just on not there. Not anymore, maybe. So, not any, well, we don't know. I, I also the the inability to screenshot. Like okay, I didn't even know that was a feature. Okay. You get you get kicked off if you screenshot or you get warned or something like that. That should and, be on all the apps. I, I somewhat agree. I mean, I, I used to post 
me writing sad things about myself when I would like right I, when I, I was on bu- back in the day I'd be on Bumble someone would be like hi and I'd be like everything's horrible <laughs> like and I would right. make jokes and I thought most of the jokes were making fun of myself or you know dating in general but I do feel somewhat like it's Exposed. there's a night well no. you, so I downloaded Hinge because out of boredom and I think like the only that's the only reason I'm bringing this up is like like when people write into this and we get DMs and we get questions all the time. We're like, so I've, I'm a match with this person and the conversation's been great. It's like you have no idea why that person is on the app or how they're using it or what they're getting out of that. Con- like, And let me be the person telling you first for hand. that person firsthand. I'm, I'm just saying like it's not that I'm on. I'm, I'm just, I, you know, you like talking if to like, people on the app. I've chit-chatted here and there, but like, you know, some of it feels formulaic. Like, there's points where I've had like, it's interesting. Like the emotional roller coaster I go through being on the app. I'm like, I do have a lot of nights where I'm like, I delete this, man. What are you doing? Like, I do have that thought in my brain, and then right. I do have nice conversations with people where I'm like, I like you. You go, hey, how's the weekend? How are you? What are you doing? And we have some nice chit chat and you get to the end, you go, do I want to date with this person? Mm-hmm. Like, do, do I want to? Yeah. You, and, and, and I'm only saying this not to like besmirch these people that are that I'm speaking to because they're all great people. I'm just saying it's me. I'm like, this is more for people who are on right. the apps and kind of get let, let down by them. And then what you find, and this is another interesting thing, the most, I will say this, the most erratic and outgoing people on it are the most fun people to talk to because they're like excited to be there they're excited to be there and like like they're the most they're the people i'm pushed to towards date the most where someone's like uh what you know what brings you out tonight what why are you up so late what's going on why are you talking you know the, the, the people that are like genuinely feel motivated on there are the ones i like talking you- to the most those are and then those are examples of the people who are motivated that you're saying the people who are like or like what do they say what are those people saying that's like making you feel that good vibe that I like the good vibe is like I don't know it's just it's it's an energy type of thing where they're just okay. like they're talking about like and last weekend was crazy and like I don't know just use, it's, a, it's use not, some exclamation points exclamation <laughs> points um just kind of the, where the conversation goes in a way. Like I, I had someone, they're like, what did they bring up? It was something like socks in bed. There's only one right answer. What do you got? Okay. And I was like, no socks in bed. I was like, socks in bed unless they're legitimately made for sleeping in. Right. That's and, funny. And, okay. and, and it's like, that was kind of banter. And it wasn't the initial question. It was just more like, I don't know how we got into it, but it did... It did feel a more well, fun vibe with that. I find it interesting because I guess with the apps, there are people who are better at using them than others, right? Like it, you don't think of it as a skill, like being on a dating app. You wouldn't think of it as a skill, but it actually sure. probably like really is a skill. It's like the best actors are the ones where you don't know that they're acting, right? So <laughs> totally agree. It, it, it is make interesting it look you easy. say that. Well, there was a point where I'm like, man, would this person, you know, is this just someone who's good at the app? You know, like, right. like we've had, the apps have been available for so long that someone could have gotten good at it by this point. 
Totally. But I guess if they were that good at it, they wouldn't be on it anymore. Assuming they're looking for someone. Assuming or they they're so good at it. They they yearn for it and they don't want to be in a relationship. They're like, this is right. Kind of part of their addiction. And then you sort of think, is it part of my addiction? You know, like, am I in that game? So. Well, I think you're kind of the issue again with a lot, maybe not to call you the issue, but probably with a lot of people (laughs) who are frustrated with the dating apps who are like, I wish everyone on this app was on the same page as me. Where like they want to get off the app. They want to find a relationship. They're serious about like looking for love or looking for something. Um, And I feel like there's probably a lot of frustration with people who are like you who are kind of like, I'm kind of bored and like, let's like, why not? chat with this person if i even if i have no intentions of asking them on a real well, date it's not that i have no intention and I, I i that's the reason i bring it up i'm bringing it up because i am someone's issue mm-hmm. you, you know like i i'm willing to be the bad guy here because i do think it helps people to hear this like like i think it helps to hear like yeah fine conversations won't turn into dates and that's not a failure on you like right. that's kind of why I'm bringing it up because I I'm I'm trying to think of myself on it while I'm trying to like while I'm hovering above myself being on it, you know like <laughs> I'm like watching how I'm acting on here and like when someone's like are you just on these for the for the material it's like no 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 I'm just looking at myself in the mirror and trying to be as honest with myself as possible, and I'm like I do have moments of what am I doing here so I'm sure a lot of people have those moments and then I have moments of like oh they're cute but our conversation didn't get me excited enough to go on the date. So right. it's like, and and that's not to say that this person isn't exciting. It's just this match didn't feel like something to get excited about. Totally. That, yeah. You know, so I, 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 I hope that's comforting and not, it's not depressing personal. to people. Yeah. It's, I mean, not, it's not personal. Are you getting recognized a lot on these apps? My other question. I've had a couple people call, you know, say, I love your podcast and, that's okay. a little weird to like have them be like, I uh, I think you're hilarious. And then I like kind of do a once over and it's like, this isn't the match. <laughs> like, right. Like, like, right. But now they've like, like complimented you and they feel, you know, you feel like you don't want to let them down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, do I, you know, I, it is a little bit, it's not awkward. I appreciate it, but I, it's just another element. It, yeah, it, it's, it's another an layer. Ele- it's a, it's a layer that makes me want to get off it actually. Right. Actually, because no, I'm like, because you're on there to be like everyone else. You're not you're on there to have like the sense of like, I assume that's sort of like the cool part of the app is like everyone's just like another person on the app. Like you'd want to just when I assume when you're on the app, you just want to be like another average person on the app. Yeah. And I am an average person. Like I'm not I'm not saying I'm above anyone on there. I'm just saying you know what I'm saying you don't want the you don't want the like the things that come along with someone feeling like they like know you or know of you or you have certain reactions from you that they expect or totally well if they like saw me at a show or if they came to a show would be Mm -hmm. a different dynamic i i do think i do keep coming back to like i these apps aren't made for someone like me because i and someone like me being someone who is out every night and has the ability to speak to someone in public you know (laughs) like i i and, and, and most people are not out nearly as much as you are. I would say people are out one seventh as much right. as me. You know, so I would say, but also I keep coming back to, and this is something that like we've kind of touched upon here on this podcast is like these apps were made by people who needed help socially. Right. And so there's a lot of people 
using the crutch that don't need it. And it's like, I kind of get like a little bit in my head about that where I'm like, man, mm-hmm. this is, this is a crutch for a lot of other things in my life, not to find me a person. Right. I wonder what the long-term implications of that will be like people who are, you know, using dating apps in college to, to, to flirt mm-hmm. with the person in their class that they like think is cute, but haven't don't want to like go up to or say anything or flirt in real life. Like I wonder what, how that will affect the long-term dating. I mean, you have to see it at bars right now. People are swiping at bars. Like how insane is that? that right. You would like open up a dating app. Yeah. Like you, you, you opened up a dating app to do what you should be hypothetically doing right. in a place you've chosen a bar. So you would have to assume that someone who chose that same bar has a very similar sensibility to you. Like you've already had that in common, you know? Yeah. And it's almost, again, you're, you're using a crutch that maybe you don't need. I don't know. I, 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 I hope I don't sound a certain way. I'm just trying to be honest. And no, I think it's a good perspective for because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there like you who are, you know, they're not like against meeting someone on the app. They're just kind of like not trying that hard to meet someone on the app. It's kind of like what yeah, it sounds I, like. I, yeah, I don't know. I like I, again, then I have to wonder what's the difference between trying hard and not trying hard, you know, like. I believe I'm tr- I'm giving the effort that is appropriate. I don't right. think I'm like I I, guess... I'm not on there being like so. Di-, you know, like I I think it's like to me it's real effort to speak to someone and go this ain't the match rather than every right. person I match with to go so let's do that date. Well, have you been on a hinge date? No, this is very recent. I mean, I was. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I that's someone... how we'll know if you're really trying. Like I assume like eventually you'll speak to someone that you would go on a date with. I. It, well, the reason it got downloaded, I was in, I, as, as many who have listened to this, I was in Vegas. I'm sitting there in, in the middle of the desert, just like, oh, I have nothing to do. And I just downloaded it out of pure boredom out there. And you'd be like, how are you bored in Vegas? It's very easy to be bored in Vegas. Right. I can definitely see how you'd be bored in Vegas. Yeah. As being there a week. And then it's interesting because like, I, it, it's the difference between Vegas hinge and new york hinge is like wow <laughs> like yeah it's almost like, like an anthropological experiment it on. truly is like you go you know vegas there's a lot more i don't know i it's it just a different vibe and like definitely like the jewish factor works into this as well like you know you it, the new york hinge you'll see like and I'm looking for a Jewish guy. And then like, in, you know, in Vegas Hinge, it's like, you you better, you know, pr- you know, protect my freedoms. You know, like there's like right. more of that, you know. So it's just interesting to like see the difference. And how accurately the dating apps mirror like the stereotypes of what you're thinking. Probably. I mean, the, the most accurate portrayal of stereotypes. Like it's just kind of wild. Right. Well, it's funny that like now, almost like if you were considering moving to a city, you could swipe from that city and kind of get a sense for what the people were like. Let's say if you were single before moving there, like kind of like an, a cool thing to have the, like you would never be able to do that before you could ask around, but like, it's basically like being able to Zillow, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you can like browse everybody. You can see kind of what's, you know, what's everyone looking like, what are the type of, you know, the vibe and everything, but totally it is, it is definitely, I mean, like, I feel like it's interesting because we've 
if people have been listening to this podcast for a long time, like it's weird to even talk about this on this podcast. I don't I don't know why I feel that way. Because you were in a relationship for so long or because yeah, yeah. yeah th- that's part of it. And also just like, I don't know. It's a, I, I guess I would have, I definitely talked about it in a different way at the beginning of this podcast than I am now. Right. I guess that t- that's how a certain amount of growth. How do you think it's changed? Um, I think it was more fun then. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> like there's just so many, you know, it's like, you know, being naive is kind of, you know, they, I, I've always called it blissful naivete. Yeah, I'm ignorance not. Is I, bliss. Ignorance is bliss. Exactly. So, I I can't claim ignorance after reading the words of our listeners. You know, like I yeah, I can't. It's hard to claim in ignorance right now. You know, and and on a lot of because I mm-hmm. again, this is a, a part of like me talking about like being on the on the app and being honest about it and saying how you know kind of my feelings on it rising above my body i i see everything i'm doing because it's advice i've given on this show right yeah i mean it's a lot easier to give advice than to live it or take it but i i i I, I begin to realize why i like why i have an opinion on these things because i i know exactly what people are doing do you feel like anyone is using your advice on you (laughs) um yeah that's happening (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they're gonna you know i listen I'm, I'm happy you guys you know you're passing the test out there that's great yeah we've, we've trained we've trained the audience well on you that's the, right. the, the students have become the master <laughs> right yeah um i don't know how does this sound to you jordana do i sound i don't know i no, i, I think this... you sound like i exactly how i would want you to sound in this phase of your life is like you're doing everything in a thoughtful way which i think is all we can ask of anyone who's going through you know dating to like think about what they're doing how that affects themselves how that affects others and to me that's the most that's the best you could do i mean yeah i I definitely am trying to be thoughtful you know with yeah i don't know it's uh i was thinking about this before we started taping i was like maybe i'll bring up i mean and if anyone's listening right now if you're enjoying this this is (laughs) <laughs> let's 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 make some money off this um you can do you up with benefits for three bucks a month this is more like you up with benefits yes than, this is closer to to what that is although we get even more is. we usually get into more specific um stories yeah. there but this is generally like the vibe yeah and if you use apple the subscriptions right on the home page of the of the episode and if you use spotify you just search you up with benefits and you can sign up three bucks a month no ads you get the podcast a day early and you get um a very intimate episode with jordan and i twice a month extra bonus episodes exactly you up with benefits check it out you can try it for free for a week if you don't like it go back to the regular episodes check it out you guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has 
amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down. And you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble. And it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products and it's no different with the Clarins Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP. UUP with promo code UUP, clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Should we get into today's topic? Yeah, now that I've um, rambled for long enough. No, yeah, no, no. we got, we got <laughs> to, the, to the, the heart of the issue, I think. That's right. Okay. So this listener writes in, is it love bombing or the honeymoon phase? Hi, J&J. Love the pod. You guys have helped me open up my eyes to situations from other perspectives. Yada, yada, all that. Okay. Okay. That, that's kind that's of a not comment. Sincere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I yeah, you're great. Exactly. I recently started dating this guy, and I'm worried that we're love bombing each other. We went out on a first date on Friday and had a great time, and and even had my first first date kiss. Then I invited him to hang out on Sunday, where we grabbed a hungover slice of pizza, wandered around an art museum, and went back to his place and had dinner with his roommates. We had such an amazing time walking around the museum, holding hands, and admiring the art. I am dog slash house sitting the rest of the week. So I invited him over again on Monday evening to hang out with me while I packed there. We had sex for the first time and even slept over because we both can't get enough of each other. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We can't get enough enough. of each other. (laughs) Those are your words, not his. (laughs) Because we can't get enough. It just sounds so. Sounds like a nightmare of someone who's like trying to like. We must be love bombing one another because we can't get an oh can't keep our hands on it. It sounds like this is like sent by like a fifty year old with their like thirty year husband. Can't get can't get enough of each other. Oh, (laughs) Ronald and I just can't get enough of each other. Obviously, this was all over the course of four days. I really like him, and he really likes me back, and we're both not shy to compliment each other and say how we feel. We have also both talked about how we have the tendency to rush into relationships and we're going to try to take it slow. Even with this, I'm still nervous. We are love bombing each other. 
I have been love bombed before, so I know the consequences that it has on relationships and how it can lead to toxicity. I'm an anxious dater naturally, so I looked up signs of love bombing and I don't really pick up on him complimenting me to get the attention back. I feel like he is very genuine. Even in the few times we've hung out, it feels like we've known each other for a long time and the conversations flow easily and I just feel like I am totally myself around him. My real question is, is it possible to have a non-toxic love bombing or is this just the honeymoon stage slash true interest that I'm not used to? If it is love bombing, do you have tips to pull back the reins? Thanks. Anxious and afraid. Um, I like this email because it's like so 2021 it hurts. Because it's like using the catchphrases of like it's, all the dating like lingo of <laughs> love I'm bombing, anxious, yeah, love anxious bombing, toxicity, yeah. anxious dater, um, non-toxic. Uh, you know, it's just honeymoon right. stage. It's all buzzwords with no definitions. Right. And can I say that I actually have looked up the definition of love bombing and love bombing is basically when you use like extreme praise or gifts or things like that to like manipulate someone. So just being into someone is not love bombing. Yeah. And and the idea that she's putting that on him, too. We're doing it to each other. Like, I. I right. It, and I mean, this is this is you're you're what you're doing is absolving yourself when you give when you use these buzzwords, you're absolving yourself of any responsibility of a definition. Because the buzzwords all have different definitions to every different person. Like, you know, the mm -hmm. word casual means something to me and it means and it means something totally different to you, Jordana. Right. Right. So like. Yeah. The, so the, like I, I will tell you right now, this guy ain't thinking of this in the same way he she's thinking of this. Right. Well, that's kind of like what I want. I feel like she's so concerned with like, am I getting into the label of like this thing or that thing? Like, is, are we like love bombing or is this toxic or is this whatever that she's not just like stepping back and just thinking like, and like seeing the, the reality of the situation, which is like, they're getting along great. They're having a good time. It doesn't necessarily mean anything more than that. Yeah. Also, but it has nothing to do with again, like these buzzwords, like totally. These are two people who don't know each other that well, who are having a really good time and enjoying each other's company. It doesn't mean that you're like going to be together forever. It doesn't even mean that you're going to see him in two weeks. But like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, the, she's afraid. Yeah. She's afraid of getting hurt. She's afraid of pushing her chips to the middle and, and losing it all. Mm -hmm. And what I'm going to tell her right now is that no matter how many chips you push to the middle, you're still going to have some more chips. You're not going to lose it all. So, like, if this ends in a breakup, you're going to be fine. And, and I think, like, she's, like, what she's saying is what a lot of people say, where they're, like, should I hold back? You right. know, that's really her question is, like, we've gone on four dates in four days. We've already had sex. I like this guy. Good. What's more fun than that? Like, right. Like, keep having fun. I think, you know, I, and... For uh, my my advisors, let's forget all the buzzwords. Let's let's just look at her situation. Her situation, we've been on, you know, four dates uh, over the over the course of four days. We've had sex and we've been on four dates. That's that's the situation, right? Yes. Okay. Can't, can't get enough of each other. Can't so get, <laughs> can't stop touching each other. Can't. Yes. Uh, her Ronald, uh, she's calling him. So yeah. I good. My this is all good. This is all good. Yeah. yeah. This is great. How about and and 
I think it's okay to let someone know that you're having a good time with them and that this has become more important than maybe four days should be to right. you. Like, you you know, she's so caught up with the, with the buzzwords that that is all to ignore. How do I feel about this? You know, like, mm-hmm. how does she feel? It sounds like I'm having fun and I like you. It's as simple as that. It means nothing more than that. I want right. to keep having fun and getting to know you to like you more. Like, if she yeah. sat down and did that and said that to him, she, I guess her feedback would be like, well, what if he, that scares him away? Well, if that scares him away, he was going to be scared away at some point anyways. Right. He then, wasn't, you, he was, then he could he get enough trying. of you. If that's the yeah. case. <laughs> and he's had it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I've been in this situation before. I think I, know, I think that like a lot of, I think a lot of city people get into this situation where you feel like, yeah, it's like on, like, it feels like we're both like very in, it feels on. And like, sometimes that turns into like a relationship or like a, you know, a long-term thing. And sometimes it doesn't. And I just think like we've said, like the most important thing to think, like, how do I feel about this now? What do I want next? Not like in Mm -hmm. three years, what do I want? Like, and if you want, if what you want is to keep seeing the person and it's starting to feel more, more, intense to you then you can say that to the person and and on the subject of love bombing okay jordana i'm happy you said that this is like a love bombing is a manipulative tactic yes so if you are worried about love bombing the way to protect if you really want to protect yourself is to say to someone when you say that it means a lot more to me this is how it means to me right yeah and she didn't really give any examples of anything that he would be saying Totally. Right, yeah. Like, I got a question a couple weeks ago where someone was like, we've only been seeing each other three months and he wants to introduce me to his parents. And, you know, some would say, "I, I, some would say, oh, well, if he's introducing you to his parents, he must be over the moon about you. Well, you can either assume that or you can not assume that because I wouldn't. I would let that person know what that means to me. Hey, I would love to meet your parents, but that means that this relationship means this much to me. Right. Like, you know, and if you say that to them, then then they know that they might pull back. They may go, oh, wait a minute. This doesn't mean as much to me, so I don't want to put you through that, and I'm not ready for that yet. And that's I've a gotten good thing. ahead of myself. That's a good thing, right? Right. No, that's definitely a good thing. I, I mean, I think there's so much judgment of relationships and it's like faster is better. Faster is like they like you more where it's like, sure, that could just be like what they do. It's yes. not usually like every, like we like say nothing is personal. Everything is really about like the person who's doing it. It's yeah. not, you know what I mean? It's not like you don't know if like this is how fast he gets into like all things or if like if it could just be like his style of dating too. There's so many times where someone writes in and they're like, so we went out one night, we had a great time, and then he like stayed the whole day. We went and got breakfast. And I'm like, yeah, I would do that. I would do that with someone that I had a great night with. That wouldn't yeah. be... It didn't mean that you thought they were a girlfriend. No, no <laughs> look at it. I'm, I'm, I'm back on Hinge. You know, so like... <laughs> so like, yeah. so I, I, I think for this person, you're enjoying, you're having fun. Right. Maybe a warning or two to let them know where you stand emotionally in this relationship because that puts up consequences that that lets them know like hey we're this is serious to me yeah and then if you scare them off that's good because like <laughs> they would have left anyway eventually 
Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> I like you. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is gonna totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Let's do some awkward sex. Let's you ready? do it. Okay. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending these in. UUP at Betches.com. Hey, J&J. I just remembered this awkward sex story from a few years back and thought I'd share. I was bored one night and decided to turn to Tinder for a hookup. What a what a night. I mean, where's this person? <laughs> well, it's Bored. on Tinder. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm on the wrong app. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just. What a time to be live. Yeah, right? There's nothing on TV. Hmm. I guess I'll fuck. Uh, like, I mean, so I'm funny. sure there are certain people on the dating apps that wish everyone had that state of mind. Well, <laughs> I, I, I think that should be a setting. I guess I'll fuck mode. Yeah. <laughs> like that's it should be a whole new. What are you looking for? Casual. That's what. Ca- that's wow. Well, people hate that. Um, I match with this guy and go over to his place. I get there and we're talking, 
and he tells me that he's some type of medical professional and was doing his hospital rotations and was working in the OBGYN department. Anyway, we make our way to the bedroom and he's on top about to, he's on top right about to enter me. He asks what birth control I'm on. I tell him I have an IUD. I assume that was the end of the conversation. Then he asked me what kind. I'm, I'm like, you know, you I'm like, you want to know what my brand what brand my IUD is? He's like, yeah, I'm studying this right now. His OBGYN rotation. I'm laying there naked, legs open, and I have to tell him the brand of my IUD. I explained to him I have a Laletta IUD. Okay, this wasn't sponsored, just letting everyone know. (laughs) (laughs) And that it's the generic version of Morena. He asked if it was the copper one, and I said, no, hormonal. (laughs) This is already above my pay grade. Um, (laughs) When we finished, I got dressed, and I was like, I'm thinking I should just go. And I left. He said it was the first bang and dip he'd ever had. Less relevant to the story, but the thing I remember the most is that this guy wasn't much taller than me. I'm 5'2", something I did not know until I got there. This isn't a big issue, but I was really high at the time, and all I could think of the whole time we were fucking was oh, was of Lord Farquaad from Trek. It felt like I was having sex with Lord Farquaad. I had to bite my lip to keep from laughing. I didn't realize how short and Farquaad-like... He was until he was on top of me. I never saw this guy again, but every once in a while, my friends bring up the time that Lord Farquaad asked what I my uh, asked about my IUD. Thanks for reading and love the podcast. Sincerely, store brand IUD. I feel bad for this guy that she's being so mean to him about his height. What if the story was from a guy and it was like some similarly unpleasant short person experience? It feels very mean. Well, I'm happy you said that because I had the, I had the same kind of thought here where i was yeah. like this is I, like the, se- the first part weird second part unnecessary i think unnecessary like less relevant to the story but she had to bring it up you know she right. and she says this she says the height isn't a big deal for she goes she goes uh guy wasn't much taller than me i'm five two something i didn't know until i got there and then she writes this isn't a big deal big issue but then she mentions she calls him lord farquad one two three (laughs) four times in the span of four sentences yeah to me this is that's like a little just mean-spirited unnecessary first can't help their height yeah i don't know it's uh i mean was his hair even long was he wearing a like a tri-cornered hat like was he you know like besides the height what was the what was farquadian about him exactly yeah so it feels like you're this happens a lot and I feel like this happens a lot with like stories where someone like doesn't feel like they got enough out of it. Right. Like her story is the guy asked what brand IUD I had, which is actually a little awkward and weird. I do yes, agree with that. I agree with that. That's what I'm saying. That she could have she could have gotten him just on that. You could tell she told this at the brunch table and everyone's like, Yeah, that is weird. And then she was like, Oh God, I gotta this this story needs to hit harder. And then she was like, And he looked like Lord Farquaad, and everyone's like, Ah, Get him. <laughs> Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he was short. Oh, you know, if yeah. he asked and he was tall and they, they'd be married by now. Totally. Um, yeah. I think that, I, that, uh, that part, not necessary in the spirit of empathy, but um, yeah. the, the IUD thing, very, have you ever asked someone about what brand of birth control they're on? Or you just wouldn't mm-hmm. know that indifference of anything. I've asked if someone's on birth control. 
Okay. And sometimes they'll be like, IUD or the pill or no, you know, the, you get all the answers, but never like. Do you ask and, in bed? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. When else would I ask that? I, I guess maybe I'm wrong. I guess wrong. you would. I don't know. I guess that would be a normal time while you like, were. To me, the question makes sense. And I would love to hear your feedback because, listen, I, I, I think like as you're getting naked, it's, hey, do you have a condom? And then it's like, or, or you know, and then right. they say yes or no. And then it becomes, okay. Like in that instance, I'm like kind of backing away if like, they don't i'm like okay um let's just have some fun otherwise right otherwise um but if they were like but i'm on the pill or i have an iud and i would you know what i mean like that's kind of when the conversation makes sense to me to me if someone asked that without asking about the condom situation it would be indicative that they were trying to have sex without a condom fair and and uh, but i you know i'm the type that it would be like do you have a condom and then if it's like, yes, also, are you on any birth control? Right. That makes sense. I, I would but add, like you, so I would you actually want both. follow up. I want both. What, oh, if I, they, yeah. what if they're not on birth control, but they have a condom? Um, It's a game time decision. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what the penis says. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. What, see. Uh, or I would. I've also pulled out with using a condom. Right. So you'd yeah, still do so, it. But you would yeah, but you might I, pull out in that scenario. It, it, that, okay. that would be that would be my thought process at that point. That's fair. And, and at that point, you know, if someone, you know, you'd go, "Okay. I could understand how a woman would be like, "Well, then let's not do that." You know, I right. could understand that that would be like they'd be like, "Well, what am I getting out of this if you're pulling?" But I don't know. That, it's um, still pleasurable. I, you can Yeah. Pulling out is that's more about the guy. Like you could still make someone come and then pull out. Uh, I've been, I, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> technically, I, I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I'm not going to bank on that. <laughs> so, Just say technically, <laughs> so funny. It's possible. It's possible. Anything's possible. Um. So yeah, the asking about, especially like this is his field, right? It's a little weird, mm-hmm. I guess, like the timing to do that. But like he's in the biz. <laughs> totally. Well, the timing for him is more weird. Yeah. I guess like if you got into it, I'm an OBJON. I'm actually, you know, if, if um, like, I guess when would be the comfortable part for him to like delve into that would be. At maybe at, maybe like asking if someone's on birth control in bed. Fine. Getting mm. into the specifics of like the kind or like if you're curious Based on your profession, sure. I would I would get more into that afterwards. Well, yeah, that would have to be in the we just had great sex post glow of it. Like you can't ask that question after you've been you came in seven seconds. You'd be like, whoa, whoa, man, that was great. What kind of birth? What, what was the brand on that one? Like you right. sound like a fucking loser. Like I, I, it would have to be we've had sex. It was great. It was fun, or I would assume fun for both parties. And then you're smoking the cigarette in bed and you're like, oh, what was the brand on that IUD? Like, I don't know. I guess it really gets the job done. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Yeah. Um, What would you call this one? Um, I don't know. I liked uh, I liked Maddie's. She had the one night exam. I think that one's great. Yeah, that was my Um, it was a good one. 
She also had Dr. Farquaad, which I'm sure will be fun for this woman and her friends. Uh, <laughs> they now have a new nickname for him. Yeah. Um, I called it the legend of nickname Nancy. Okay, I like that. <laughs> um, that was because I was so stuck on that. Like, I guess uh, the CVS brand bang. The prescription puss. <laughs> prescription puss. I like that. That's a fun one. Red flag or deal breaker for you, I guess. See, for would be the male equivalent. The male equivalent, I guess, is like what brand of condoms do you prefer? I get. Yeah. Or like, yeah, I'm in the industry. What, like, what's the have you ever and they're giving you like a survey. Like, have you ever yeah. used uh, lambskin? <laughs> <laughs> I would be cool with that. Yeah. I, I, I'd be like, oh, they have an interest in their career. This is nice. It's a kind of a great think if I were into the person. It might be like a little bit of a red flag because it might just like mm. take away from the mood. But I don't think it would be a deal breaker. Well, I, I think this the, the biggest issue with this is this is a hot one night stand. They're like, I'm turning to Tinder. I'm going to fuck some random right. dude. I forgot about that and, part. <laughs> and then it's like Lord Farquaad, you know, asking about brands of IUDs. And you're like, can you be more just wrong? Reckless? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right so doesn't go with the theme of the night yeah no let's do another email you ready let's do it okay UUP at betches.com this is our most thorough email we've ever been sent Jordana. extremely long it is <laughs> so long we can trade off i'll do the email and then okay. you can do the examples if you have a few I mean, extra minutes if you want to i think they're relevant they have examples if you have a few extra minutes. At that point, I shut off my phone to like do other things. <laughs> you needed a break. <laughs> yeah, I needed a break from their email. I was like, let me take a spin around the, the apps for a second. All right, let's do it. All right. Okay. Hey, J&J, my friends and I love the show. We discuss the episode every week. I'm subscribed to you with benefits and tell everyone what they should do. Literally obsessed. Thank you for what you do. I will try to make this short and sweet and open it up for discussion. <laughs> well. Okay. That was uh, not you failed. Yeah, mission <laughs> mission failed. Okay. I'm 29 years old and I've been in a long serious relationship that ended during the pandemic. My friends and I are a close group of three girls all the same age, all attractive, and if we do say so ourselves, I added that in. Um, in a good place in our careers living in the city and we get along great with no drama. We are all extremely single, thirsty and ready to meet people. While we are obviously different in terms of looks, background, personality, et cetera, I feel we are looking for similar things in a guy at this point in our lives, meaning someone close to our age, secure, hot, at a good place in their career, and overall with good intentions. But until IRL summer happened, that was never an issue, or at least I never noticed it, probably because of not being single before the pandemic. When we go out in public, we cannot help but eye the same people and be attracted to the same guys. While it never felt like a competition or stepping on someone's toes or interrupting a conversation because things just happen naturally at the end of the day, it's becoming more of a problem for me. Usually I tend to stand out and get a little more attention from guys than the rest of my friends, maybe because of my looks, being more extroverted, confident, and can be pretty flirty when I like a guy. Several times I get approached by the same guy that I can tell one of my friends was eyeing. This leads me to feel bad for my friend and TBH deciding to dismiss an opportunity that I may have pursued otherwise, whether it's for more fun or a potential match. I did not want to make this email longer than it should, but I did provide some examples at the end. If you want more context, while, while different, I think they point to similar patterns. I love my friends and I love that we all have our own attractive traits physically and personally. They're, they are very mature and would be a 100% step back for one of us to meet her potential match. I'm also aware that I'm not responsible for how certain a certain interaction between me and a man that they are not dating would trigger their dating insecurities. 
Having said that, I do not want to contribute to any bad feelings that may come out of that. My questions are, and there's four guys. <laughs> One, <laughs> is there some flirting etiquette in a group of heterosexual single girls that we should be following and meeting people IRL? Two, how do I shoot my shot with guys I am into without feeling like my friend will feel bad about herself if my attempt was successful and hers was not? Three, how do I balance the cost of my friend's feelings getting hurt without compromising how much I'm invested in a guy? Four, should I be talking slash flirting only with guys I'm 100% interested in to give room for my friends who might be seriously invested? Of course, if you're wondering um, if this used to happen, we were single. The answer is no, as I was clear about being in a serious relationship and obviously wasn't actively pursuing slash flirting with guys. Also, if you're wondering if there are other groups that I can go out with and maybe more guys or friends who are not single, the answer is also no, as this is the friend group I'm closest to who are also interested in doing activities that involve meeting people in real life. I am trying to write this email without seem, seeming obnoxious or having what TikTokers are now referring to as pretty girl privilege, because it's really not that. <laughs> it does not happen all the time, but it's becoming more frequent. That's really bothering me. This is also in alignment with me being the new single girl in the group who's finally ready to be out there after my last breakup. I plan to not pursue a guy I am not invested in if it comes at a significant expense of my friend's feelings. However, I'm confused about how to do this. Thanks a lot. Single as a dollar, but looking for change. And then she says, here's some examples. If you have a few extra minutes, Jared, do you want to read the examples, Jared? I'll read the examples. I tried um, to do that fast. <laughs> but No, you did a great job. Is there anything that we should pull from this? What are your initial thoughts from the email? Um, I think there are single girl dynamics in groups of girls who are going out and interested in the same people. Like I get, mm -hmm. I, I don't think it's like unrelatable. I think that there's like a lot of that, whether you're the person who's like, who's has one friend who's always seems to be getting all the attention or you're the person who seems to be getting more of it. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I, yeah, I, it's interesting. I don't know if I'm a good person to answer this email, but I am going to give a perspective that feels very removed from this. This email feels very female to me. Yeah. I mean, the, guys, like, do guys, is there ever a situation in a group of guys where you feel like one guy just gets like all the girls want to sure or hook up but with like, him? It's I also think guys are like if in a group of men who are all single. It's a little bit animalistic of like they're just it's I think like like I, this might sound icky and bad, but it's like when it's a group of men like it's like they're just going for stats it's like they want to hook up talk about the hookup and there's really no it doesn't go beyond that and maybe it does but it's not a the idea of like competition isn't about like we're competing for who's worthy of a relationship right and that that kind of is the undertone to me just as like i feel very much like an alien reading this hearing this email because i would love to hear like you aileen and sammy discuss this like i feel like that's like yeah. a totally different type of discussion that comes with this email because when i hear this email i wrote down a few night uh, a few notes they're 29 she's the recently new to dating person new to dating one of the group so the other two have been in the dating world and quote unquote to other women or they might feel that they're being unsuccessful because they're not in relationships. These are societal things that are put onto women. Sure. Just from things I've noticed from this podcast. And then it's like this idea of like the leaving the group behind. 
nobody wants to leave the like it's three best friends or three close friends and it's like when one gets the boyfriend the other two are just left on single island and <laughs> you know right. like and and I listen I see that as a 36 year old guy who has a lot of married friends like I see my friends lives kind of progressing and them finding new friends based on their kids ages but that was kind of the big reveal of like as I got older in my 20s like all these women in my life would be like well, we want to be doing this together. We want to be going through mm-hmm. the wedding process together and the baby stuff together. And like they like I, I had friends who's like were marrying people who they wanted to do go through those things with their sisters. Like yeah. they wanted to be on the same time thing. The time I mean the timeline I think is a much bigger thing for women, obviously. Yeah. And it, yeah. that feels like the undercurrent of this email though. Right. And I mean, one thing I would say to it even with her examples, which I don't necessarily even think we need to read, is that I think she is confusing guys who want to hook up with her when she's out for like, like she's more dateable, which doesn't necessarily even the case. Which, or, or, or that there would be a good match. Right. Yeah. And she's like, and I also think she probably has like a more refreshing energy than maybe her friends who, if, if they're totally. saying, like what you said, like they've been, quote unquote, unsuccessful at dating. And she's just like newly single and having a good time. And I think that like, if there's anything for, if you feel like the friend in that situation, which I mean, I felt like that at times going out with friends who like seem to just like do better out at the Mm. bars or something like that. I think it's because those people give out an energy of like, they're just excited to be there. You know what I mean? They're just trying to have fun. And I don't think it's like, oh, this person's hotter. This person's better than me. I think it's just like, this person's just having a good time and their energy is like attractive. Also, I don't think it's about the guys that she's like that the guys are choosing her over the other women. Are, you know, I think there's a responsibility of like when the group goes out, like are do you have eyes open for everyone in the group or do you have eyes open for just you? Right. Well, I mean, like, she would like, probably say, like, I have eyes open for everyone, but all the people just want me. <laughs> <laughs> they all just I just I guess I I guess I'm just so pretty. No, I, yeah. I, 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 I can see how you like the idea that you the idea that she's like, I mean, even the guy that she described. Yeah. Everyone wants that type of guy. Like everyone wants someone who's like ready for something serious and attractive, has a good career and attractive sure, right. ambitious. Yeah. Like we all like, happen she, to have the same type. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> that's the thing. Like. Like, you know, your two friends, if you're two friends or your close friends, you know, there are things that differentiate what you like and what they like. If you're just taking any guy who's stable, then, yeah, you're going to run over your friends because they're going to go, well, that's so my type. And you're not going to think of them. Right. And I think if you all went out and just focused on, like, having fun with each other or just having fun yeah. in the moment, you would all do better, to be honest. Yeah. And it wouldn't become this, like, sort of, like competitive like we're out hunting kind of like situation i do feel and i used to do that and i have done that where you like you go out and your like pursuit is like to meet someone and those nights just like don't become very fun especially if you're out with these people not because it's like oh we're not even necessarily because it's so competitive just because like the whole success of the night then depending on depends on like was someone interested in me and not like am i having fun with my friends yeah, I I think that's a that's a good point, and it's like, what are you concentrating on? Like, it does sound like a little bit from her email. She's concentrating on like finding some, like you're saying, like the guy, you know, or, or right. a guy. Like, 
coming home with a date or a number. I mean, should we read a couple of the examples? Should I read them? Sure. Here's some of her examples on her very thorough email. My two friends have a crush on two of our guy friends who were newly added to our extended friend group. My girlfriends were not were not getting similar vibes from their crushes, and I can tell it's bothering them. Guy one had been sending me sending me flirty DMs and kind of suggesting we, as in him and me and him, should hang out. I ignored ignored his attempts to tap on my window, though I exactly knew where his head was at. Guy two to this date always texts me after a night out, asks where where I am if I miss out on an outing, and gets very affectionate and flirty when he drinks with me when he we are out. In fact, he always asks while when I'll when will I swipe on him on Bumble? I swept le- I swiped left ages ago. I have not told either of my friends that both of their crushes are trying with me because I don't. Didn't want to make it weird. I am not interested in either of them, but sometimes I wonder if I was. What if I was? What do I do? <laughs> but what if I were? Right. But what do I do? If, uh, what do I do? The cons way outweigh the pros because it's a friend crush. Uh, the harder question is, what if I was interested in a little fun hookup? Um, does, it, does going for it make me an awful friend because my friend wanted this person too? Like in that situation... What do you think about what she should do? She says, I'm not interested in either of them. So to me, that's and then, like, <laughs> well, then she then well, then she comes back to what if I want to hook up? So it does feel like she's like holding on to these two guys that are giving her attention. Right. Like she, Again, I think she's like almost bringing her friends into this to like. Like she's making it about them and it's about like her almost like. I'm with you. Like to me, if I was the friend, I would want to know that my crush isn't interested in me and they're in and they're kind of sending you texts that they're trying to be kind of like just hookups. Like she I think what you said in the beginning is very right for this example where she's like she's taking these two guys trying to fuck her as like, oh, what will my friends think? Like, I almost think your friends would be like, oh, good to know. I can move on from these crushes. Right. It's almost like she's like holding on to these is like an ego boost situation mm-hmm. more than she's like actually concerned about her friends. Cause if she was actually oh. concerned about her friends, she'd be like, Hey, just so you know, like I'm not really interested, but this guy that you seem to be having a crush on, like keeps messaging me and like, I'm not interested, but like, I just wanted you to know. Yeah. She, she kind of treats being a team player as being mean to them. No, like it's gonna, like if this is truly your friend, Hey, that guy's like, not really gonna it's not gonna happen with that guy like he's been in my dms he's flirting with me and like that's how i would talk to a friend right to me she's like almost phrasing this as a problem when she's actually like a little into it to be honest i mean she even says what if i'm interested in a little fun hookup yeah i i i mean we'll give the other example another time we were out in a nice rooftop in the city and the table next to us offered champagne so one of my friends responded that we were all set as we were leaving uh, so the guy who offered us looked at me and asked, I was actually asking you, not your friends. I would love to cheers with you. I mean, why are they hanging at 235th with a bunch of European dudes? Um, even though he was really <laughs> hot and I would, and I would love Seriously. to accept the drink, right? I would have loved to have cheers with you. Like what, well, who says that? Even though he was really hot and I would have loved to have accepted drink and talked to him more, I had no option but to state that was rude and that we should leave that place soon. I actually agree that it is rude. Yeah, I think it's rude. (laughs) I think that is rude. It's like, that's what I'm saying. She's like, and I had to pretend like I didn't want to like, like 
that I wouldn't have had sex with this guy like who was being rude to my friends or like he was yeah. you want you, the fact that you wanted to still like to me that would be a turnoff that they were like oh your friends can't have a drink like we're just asking you I'd be like okay well like I'm not I'm here to have fun with my friends so like it would be less fun for me to yeah, leave the, <laughs> this is a this is a look in the mirror moment does anything does anything a guy who's attracted to does anything a guy who gives you attention do turn you off like right you're you, like this guy you might have he gave you attention which you liked and then he was like oh well, your friends suck I was trying to get you like that didn't turn you off at all like right that's why I'm saying like she seems like <laughs> into this as a problem not like do you know what i mean it's not like the way she's reacting to this is like i just want to like make sure my friends don't feel bad it's like no you kind of like no. like the fact that you're getting more attention and you're like turning it into like you being like they're the victims when really like you're kind of into it and to defend her a little bit i do understand she's new to the single world she's ready to be out there uh the attention feels nice and she's trying to find a way to not blame herself. For, you know, like, and she's like, well, what do I do about my poor, ugly friends? You know, it's right. like, you to know, me, like as her friend, that would be more annoying than her yes. just like going and having sex with every guy that was hitting on her and not us. <laughs> yeah, I, I think like, I mean, we don't have this is a big recent one. She has one more example. Should we read the last example? I yeah, mean, let's do it. She's really let's just it's a enrage all the people listening. Yeah. Okay. This is a big recent one. We were at a charity event and we were getting friendly with this group of cute guys. I had to leave early without notice to not without notice, not to interrupt the event speech. And my friend kept talking to them afterwards, indicating that I had to leave. One of my friends asked for one of the guys, Instagram, he followed her, did not contact her, but used her Instagram uh, the following morning to find me from the tag story. I slide into my DMs to ask me out on a date. Per my friend, he never talked to her or attempted to, uh, to after the event. So after giving her a heads up, I did go out with him. However, it did not sit well with me that she wished he was pursuing her instead and was actually excited to have had his Instagram. After a few dates, he confessed to me that he felt weird asking for my number directly from my friends as he picked on her interest in him and did not want to make it awkward for anyone. There is a lot more context in this, but this is a, as brief as I can get. I don't understand what she's saying here. She's saying like her friend was into this guy and he asked she asked for his Instagram and then he used the Instagram to find her and then DM'd her. And then he later mm. they went out. She went out with him on a few dates. And then later he was like, oh, I couldn't. I felt weird asking for your number when we met because like your friend was into me. To me, that's like kind of normal. Like, I, I think like the again, this is a very big pattern here of like, are you friends with your friends? Right. Like. Like doesn't like, seem to like them that much. <laughs> yeah, like or like, are you? Because a true friend would be like, "Here's what's going on with this dude." Like I of in friends have hard conversations all the time, right? And I think it's okay to admit that like you're a little thirsty right now. You're like, <laughs> like it's okay. You like yeah. you could say that honestly. Like if you said that to your friends, I think they'd appreciate. And you did if you did whatever you wanted and said and explained it that way to your friends, I think they would care a lot less than you being like, and my pathetic friends are just keep trying to hook up with all these guys that only want to be with me. Like that mm -hmm. to me is a much more irritating 
way to deal with it. Yeah, than the yeah, fly. Yeah. If I, I think it's totally okay to like be down to hook up and be down to meet people and like, kind of like that's your priority, but like say that to your friends. Like, Hey, I know like you were kind of into this guy. He like messaged me and I'm like really down to hook up. So like, would you, would you care? Also, like, you know, the the other thing is like not to like down her at all, but like down to hook up is a vibe that guys pick up on and will talk to more. Right. You know, so Which it, is not it's a like bad th- I'm saying if that's what she's looking for. Not it's a bad also thing. like fine. It, it, there is an openness like like especially if someone like, hey, like you slide into someone's DMs and you're like, hey, I met your friend, but I'm talking to you. And then you respond like that's going to get, you know, it's just guys kind of tend to swim towards those waters right and again nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with being down to hook up nothing wrong with like honestly especially you're not even necessarily doing anything wrong to your friends because like you can't really call dibs on a guy that you just like thought was cute i think it's more just like her attitude about it would be like more irritating to me than what she's actually doing it's to me. It's wrong to pity your fr- to hold back information because you pity your friends. That's right. that's what this whole thing feels like. Is the theme like you withhold information because you pity them because men are going for you and not them. And it's like no, they're going to be fine. They're going to find someone. They're going to be just fine. They're going to find the right match. And honestly, they're probably wasting a lot less time of their time right now because they've been in this dating world and they've seen these types of dudes come and go and they're probably like more avoidant of those guys than you would be right now because you're freshly single right i agree so i guess at the end of the day i don't know what what were her questions it was like (laughs) is there some flirting etiquette i don't think there's like necessarily a, a a flirting etiquette if someone hooks up with someone i wouldn't hook up with them if someone's talking to someone i don't think that's a big deal Look, the answer to all her questions is total honesty with your friends. Yeah. Be a friend. Like, and being a friend sometimes is letting them know, like, hey, this guy's in my DMs. He's not, he ain't going to be the one. And that is freeing for them, not a negative. Right. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play some games. Let's do it. Okay. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Send in your red flag deal breakers. The more real, the better, right? Definitely. Hi, J&J. You've helped me get through pandemic dating. Can't thank you enough. 
Went on a first date with a guy I met on Hinge. The date went well, and and after drinks, we went to get dinner. Mid-sushi bite, he took out his phone, took a selfie of us, which I thought was pretty weird, as is. He showed me the picture, and I watched him send it to his parents. (laughs) So, of course, I said, wait, are you sending that to your mom and dad? Why? And he just shrugged his shoulders. I have no idea what's happening. It did not go on a second date. Thanks again. There's an element of being too excited to be on a date. (laughs) Like my mom wants me to show her that like I left the house. Uh, yeah, I I'm doing it. Look at. I mean, he must have been. Would you go? What would you do in this scenario? I think it depends. Like if it like seemed like jokey. Like if it was like, oh my god, my mom's like a lunatic. <laughs> she's like, but like she's so crazy. She would love it if I sent her like a picture because I told her I was going on a date. Like if she had like some self awareness about it. Sure. I think it'd be fine. I mean, to just shrug at it, it just, like, to me, that's, like, sadder. Yeah, that's very weird. <laughs> so it'd be, like, a deal breaker if he was, like, doing it in earnest. But if he yeah. was, like, kind of joking around or he managed to play it like it was, like, he knew it was weird, I think I'd be okay. Yeah, if a woman did this, like, it would have to be with the, like, I. It, it's almost the joke is she's trying to be crazy. Right. She's, like, like if the date was going so well, that she was like, oh, my God, sending this to mom and dad. And I'm like, you like it would the day would have to be going so well that the joke would make sense. Right. It would have like, to make sense in context. It couldn't be like random like that. No, no, no. Random with a shrug. I'm like, OK, what are you going to do with this picture? Like, what's what's going on here? Right. And they're like, I didn't want to pay for the VIP experience for your live show. <laughs> <laughs> December 8th, town hall. Come on up. OK. <laughs> Uh, J and J, I recently have been seeing this guy I met on Bumble. He's 29, I'm 25. On our second date, we played tennis, then went to a wine bar. When we began eating, it's a it's a long date. <laughs> it's a lot of it's a it's a lot of sweating. Um, when we, we began eating, I started noticing some unusual things. First of all, he ate three tacos in the same amount of time it took me to eat one. All right, let's not be so judgy of fast eaters. <laughs> Then after eating, he kept burping. Yeah, well, he ate so fast, he got some indigestion. A lot. I said something about how he must have liked the tacos because he ate them so fast. He agreed and said he's really slowed down on how fast he eats in recent years due to indigestion and burping. And then she writes in parentheses, not slow (laughs) enough, clearly. I (laughs) I feel bad for this guy. I mean. I wrote it off as weird and thought it it wouldn't be a big deal. We made out at the end of the date and no burps entered my mouth, thank God. Flash forward to our second date. We went to see a movie at 7 p.m. and he had already eaten without telling me, might I add. Okay. I've done that, but I get why (laughs) it's a dick move. Throughout the movie, I began to smell burps with a strong scent of broccoli. We were cuddled up and I was very close to his face. Definitely too close for comfort to endure these atrocious burps. The thing is, I'm not someone who is necessarily turned off by burping or farting. But the... Such a funny line. Could be into it. Yeah. (laughs) Burping, farting. I don't know. Might be cute. Uh, But this was next level for someone I don't know well. Where is the mystery, as Jordana would say? After the movie, we got drinks and we're talking. I felt anxious about the burps, but we had a good conversation. It was Friday night, so I wanted to hang out longer. I invited him over. We made drinks and frozen pizza. I mean, she's got to stop with the food at some point. Yeah. While we're... (laughs) She's just making just, it worse. Right? While we yeah. were eating, he farted and asked if I could smell it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She writes, um, yes, it was a bad one. Once again, once again, I wrote it off. 
I mean, you got to stop writing stuff off at a certain point. We started making right. out, things heated up, and we moved to the bed. Everything was fine until he went down on me. I was about to come, and he farted. What is this, it a nutty turned- professor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is so crazy. <laughs> it turned me off so fast I could not finish. Yeah, I, 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 I can understand that. I told him I was too drunk to come, and he said nothing about the fart this time. Should I have said something? Is this a deal breaker if it turns me off? Yeah, is it too much to ask a guy? That's the definition yeah, of a deal. Guy farted while going down on me. Yeah, I think ever is it too much to ask for a guy to hold him farts while he's going down on me? At least for the first, at least for the first time. Like, yeah. who's doing that? Like, I, I, I didn't even have the courage to tell my friends the story, despite how funny it is. I think I like this guy, except when he's not burping or farting. Red flag deal breaker. <laughs> Hope this makes the cut because the whole time I couldn't wait to tell you guys. Well, you've made the cut. Um, yeah. I think it's more funny that you're like, and I still like him. Right. Something about that farting, burping <laughs> dude. Because you, because here's the thing. It would be a deal breaker for me because the, the farting and the burping are not like occurring in isolation. Like the fact that he's so mm. open and like cool with like being disgusting to me is like he's not really trying particularly hard to impress you this is early on in the game he seems to like not have any sense of like sure listen you know I, what I mean I, I have had women in my past tell me enough's enough like if I like I got enough <laughs> she's got to say but, that if she wants to salvage the uh yeah and thing. I've had uh, I've had women say to me like because like there's a but I don't I'm just imagining I'm, I'm, someone yelling at you. Enough is enough. <laughs> enough is enough. Well, I have, I would like to think I, I, I'm pretty positive. I wouldn't fart on the going down on a woman. Like I, for the first time, for the first time, I, I think <laughs> I, I know well enough to not do that. Okay. I mean, there is a point early on in the relationship where the first fart happens and then that's the fun joke. And I have taken that joke to the nth degree. Like I have, and to the point where I've had exes be like, come on, it's it's not funny. Anymore. And then I try to make it funny again. But look, that's another story. The idea that he is this early on this way, it's like a lack of care. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, you, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. And I, I mean, she says she still likes him. So I'm like, you got to let him something. know. Yeah. Here's here's what I don't have a problem with. Eating fast. Listen, some people eat fast. My family eats dinner in four minutes. I've counted. It's disgusting. But that's just how we eat. So I can understand eating fast. Burping after eating fast, I can understand that. I can understand where someone like but I can understand someone like burping but like trying to keep it in or like right. putting just the their attempt arm up. Is like yeah, the attempt almost. The letting a fart loose by accident. I can understand that. Farting while going down on you is like a just a different level of not care that like I would be wondering what their social etiquettes are everywhere. Right. It almost seems like they're trying to see what they can get away with. Like it's escalating. I I can't believe it's just farting. Like I would wonder what it's like to bring them to a party. Right. To me, it's like like we said in the beginning, like it's a sign of other things, other parts of the person's personality. Now, if a woman went down on me and she farted, a little bit hot. But <laughs> <laughs> what if it was really smelly? 
yeah, I guess the smell would bother me. It would be bothersome. But I, I, I would just, I, I guess I would be so shocked. And then she by said, the, do you smell that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's so insane. Man, these are choppy waters out there. Chivalry is dead. Right? Yeah. You want to do the last one? Hey, J&J, longtime listener, first-time caller. I'm back in the IRL dating game, and I just had a situation that happened to me and instantly thought I had to get your take. So here's the story. I went on a third date with a guy, and I picked a restaurant this time, had good reviews online, but had never been. He got there before me and sent me a text saying, there's a sign on the door saying reservations only. So I asked him if he could go inside and just see if they could fit us in. He said, no, there's a sign. He told me it's not it's not his personality to ask a question when there is a sign. He then chose a different restaurant. I thought it was weird and a major turnoff that he wouldn't ask. I would have I would have if I was there, but I wasn't. So I wasn't asking him to do something I wouldn't. What's the worst that happens? They say no. Would love your opinion. For the record, it was a deal breaker for me. I dumped him after dinner. Can't think of a betchy sign off, but really wanted to. Ha ha. Deal breaker. I'm with this person. Really? I, I, I am anyone like no try, no effort, no let me see what I can do. Like he's a I think rules guy. Hot. I am out on rules people. Okay. Like I I I, I don't like rules people. This is I, like the I, opposite I, that, of the fart guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is they've they're 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 two sides of the spectrum. Right. I I the idea this type of stuff bothers me. Like okay, it would bother. Like, what me are you more... gonna do later in life? Like you, you know, like like think of later in life. Like you, you know, you have kids. You're not gonna do anything in your power to make things happen. Like just in general, like it's like when you're in an Uber and there's a little bit of traffic, but they don't try and move around the traffic at all, and you have somewhere to go. You're like, just give me something. Give me some okay. effort. And I, 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 it, it is something See, in relationships that kind of bothers me. And I, I. I, I'm with this the emailer. Interesting. I do, don't feel that way. I'm like kind of okay with it because to me the opposite is a lot worse. Like the person who goes in there and is like fighting with the person trying to like get a table sure. when the person's like we don't take reservations. Like obviously, like the ideal is like somewhere in the middle where they'll like yeah. go and ask and then just like politely leave if they say no. <laughs> but like my biggest fear is being with like someone like my mom who would like go in and make a scene. And be like, you know, like I'm like the kid. I'm just bringing you back to like childhood where I'm like trying to like hide in the corner because like my mom's yeah. fighting with the cashier <laughs> or something. Do you know what I mean? Like sure. there's that's the opposite end of the spectrum. So I think like the mortified child in me prefers this to that side. So I would say just red flag. See, I to me, this is such an extreme. I agree with you. The person making a scene I don't want to be with, but I also don't want to be with the person who just gives up <laughs> because of a sign? Right. Like reservation only? Well, yeah. How about if, the bar? I agree. There's no they, seats at the bar? They should have asked and said, and then like heard no. But like, I'm okay with the person who goes in, asks, and then they're like, what was it? Like they signed, said, they're we're only taking re reservations. And then they're like, okay. And then they leave. Like, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Just try <laughs> once. I mean, Equally annoying is when I go and like if you go in and try, you go, hey, I just talked to them. They said no reservations. And then someone goes, I'll try. It's like, what do you think? You're like 
you know, right. Leonardo DiCaprio and Catch Me If You Can. You think you fucking you're Char- the, charm your way yeah. in? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're the the great huckster. Yeah, it's interesting that that's actually a pretty important quality, I guess, in a person. The, the right amount of effort into doing things that they're not technically like supposed to do. Totally. The, uh, how much of a habitual line stepper are you? Like, how close to the line do you get? Right. It's, yeah. It is interesting because I, I, I read, read this and just hearing it, I'm like, I couldn't believe how much I agreed with the emailer. That's funny. I was like, well, I was kind of like, the first thing that hit me was like, these people are clearly so not a match that it's kind of a miracle that that happened. They could like, sure. she could know that right away. But I'm sure there's other equally timid people who are just like, I do not. I have like, I really don't like confrontation. I really don't like like I avoid any sort of like confrontation, (laughs) which is not a great quality. But it's sort of like I get that that there are people like that. Listen, there are people that wait for their zone to be called for the boarding. And there's other and then there's me. So, yeah, well, it's funny. (laughs) It's like kind of like it's the road rage situation it's like you don't want to be with the person who's like screaming at the person next to them but you do want to be with the person who will occasionally like drive to the entrance of the exit and like skip all the cars behind it and then like sneak their way in that totally i i i totally agree middle ground anyway we've solved dating again jordana we've done it look at us listen if you're listening right now and you live in the new york city area and you haven't gotten tickets yet I don't know what the hell you're doing. So go to betches.co slash youuplive21. December 8th, assemble the group chat. I think this was a fun episode. It had it all. I agree. Uh, it had laughs. It had tears. And love that bombing. Be all of it. Love bombing. That'll be just like our live show. So Yeah, let us love we'll, bomb you on December yeah. 8th. <laughs> <laughs> we'll love bomb all over you. So we'll be back on Sunday. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Madeline Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.